Welcome to East Coast DNA. Thank you. Uh, Summer Bennett is our guest today. Uh, now, Summer, I think from my research, uh, as I mentioned, I, I was aware of who you were already. So I think from my research, though, you've been a singer-songwriter for approximately 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty so much, yeah. that's quite impressive. <laughs> And your first single, which would have just been, well, it's just over a year ago. It's somewhere in the middle between a year and two years, I guess. Yes. So Carsick is the single for anyone uh, that's curious. You, uh, I find some people nowadays know the singles that are out there and don't necessarily always know the artist name. But with you, I was aware of who you were right off right off the beginning from that single release uh, i know you were featured heavily on uh cioe uh the countdown that they have their top 30 um your follow-up singles after that i'm familiar with those as well when i was going through them though i did have a couple interesting notes that i did originally take but i want to start off you're obviously for anyone that's watching the video version of it a uh, little bit younger than some of our guests we have had a couple of your peers on here in the past so uh, that's great for the east coast scene that we have some young talent out there that's uh, doing some things out there so i would put you in the rising star category where did you actually get your start being you would have been like around the age of six probably when you were getting into it so a lot of people have different ways that they get introduced to like to an instrument or singing but it sounds like in that time frame you were already writing songs or trying to begin composing something so yeah let's let's start right back there awesome right from the beginning um yeah, so I've kind of, my whole life have been surrounded by music, like my entire family does it. So I already knew a whole lot in that way and I've always been in lessons. Um, <clears throat> but what really got my start is, um, I was a really massive fan of Justin Bieber and I always tell the story um, because I was also a dancer. And okay. so I saw him singing and dancing and putting these two into one as like a pop singer. And you know, the moment he started doing that, I immediately said, that's what I want to do. Because the two things I love the most are kind of into one. And so that's kind of when I first started writing music. I was literally six or seven, probably around that time when I was turning seven. Um, and I, I was writing like full on, like three minute songs. Like it, it wasn't just like, it, they were like full deal. And like, um, I first started writing on my ukulele. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first instrument I kind of went into for a really long time. And my parents didn't believe me that they were my own music because, you know, you don't really see like really young kids just saying they write their own songs. And I mm -hmm. think the funniest part is that they were all like breakup songs, but like, because <laughs> like 
I only knew songs on like the radio to be, you know, about love or about breakups and stuff. Obviously, I didn't really go through that at seven years old, but that's kind of what I would write about. And so it was, it was really funny in that way. But ever since then, I just, it's been like my greatest joy. Like I've just learned to kind of master it, I guess, or, mm -hmm. you know, learn how to, um, I learned a lot of skills now and I'm, I can write a song pretty easily because I've been doing it for so long, but, um, it kind of stemmed from Justin Bieber, which is what I always say, but yeah. And I did have originally when I was going through, I did have a question that I had tentative at one point because of your lyrical content. I was going to ask if you're okay. because <laughs> It seems like <laughs> you can't possibly be pulling from life experience for all of your lyrics. Like, no, uh, that is so true. Um, yeah, I mean, especially like right from the beginning, they were all just like sad songs. I was also a really big fan of I'm like the OG fan of like Billie Eilish. So like mm -hmm. even her lyrics are just all kind of the same in that regard. But um, no, I don't always, uh, you know, get every inspired from like my own personal life. I like to kind of just tell stories, mm -hmm. um, whether or not they have anything to do with me. <laughs> um, I wrote a song called Lightning. Um, which is how I won the music NL newfound talent contest, which kind of got my start. But mm -hmm. um, that's, you know, about um, dealing with drug abuse and um, addiction. And I have, I kind of wanted to bring up that topic. Um, you know, I like to do topics that are, um, you don't really see, you know, you mm -hmm. always see love songs and breakup songs. I want to bring something new to the table. That's why I wrote that. And I don't have any personal experience with that, with that whatsoever, but you know, it's important to recognize it. And so that's why I wrote about it. So yeah, not everything. Well, I, I'd say most things are kind of just made up stories that I wanted to talk about. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm great. I'm doing great, but, <laughs> but yeah, they could be pretty dark sometimes, but I think it's imp important to talk about. And now with, I mean, it, it flashes forward quite a bit over there i'm sure it was quite a journey to get there but you also like you're in school you're school age mm -hmm. so yeah. you, you have your teenage life to also look after as well okay. so you're not doing it full time at this point but like i mentioned Karsik did really well um lightning i can't is that available anywhere at this point or is it uh, not currently streaming it is not no okay. i only have the three but i have a lot more coming out in the new year yeah so i definitely have a few questions about that but <laughs> i did uh when i was looking at the singles all together and kind of foreseeing an album i was reading a little bit about uh that you signed with a label up there so i want to get into that but before we jump right into that with Carsick, and I'm curious about the other singles that are out. Mm -hmm. But with Carsick, you had a different producer for that one. Yes. So, um, do you want to talk a little bit about her and how you were hooked up with that? Or yeah, for sure. Um, I've uh, the guy who produced the Carsick uh, is Christian Leslie. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is brilliant. He is so good. Um, and I got that connection through winning the Music and L mm -hmm. talent contest. Um, that was part of the prize package. 
and I have never been in a recording studio before, so it was definitely new. I didn't know how to bring, how to explain my ideas and what I wanted, and I was so afraid that my songs were going to end up like the Newfoundland singer-songwriter vibe. That is not what I wanted to go for. I love that, but it's yeah. definitely not me. I'm more, I wanted to go full pop, um, maybe with a bit of a twist on it, and I was so afraid that no one could do that because I've I've never had an experience with a producer, but you know I expressed that to him and gave him so many inspiration and stuff, and he just like it it was so weird. It's like he knew what I wanted, like he just picked out of my brain, and yeah, it was so it was so crazy. Um, and I remember hearing it for the first time, and I was just completely blown away to hear my own music, what I've always wanted mm -hmm. to be like, because. I don't have the skills to be able to um, produce like that. <laughs> um, I can only do, you know, piano and vocals and stuff, which is what I what I do now with um, Greg, which we'll get into. But mm -hmm. um, with Carsick, it was um, definitely a new experience for me. And well, like that bass drop that's in there, like was that mm -hmm. something that like did you know? Because I've heard you perform it live. Like there's videos out there. So I've heard you perform live where you're playing on the keyboard and I can see how you could have created that song that way. But were the extra touches in the production, like that drawn out bass drop in there, was that added by Christian or? Okay. Yeah. So did you know going into it that you want it that kind of a thing? Is that what you mean by you want it more of that kind of pop with a twist? Yeah, I kind of, all I knew is what I wanted the end to look like, but I had mm -hmm. no idea how to actually get there. Mm -hmm. Being new to like the recording yeah. studio. And so I knew I gave him a lot of songs and artists what I wanted to sound like, but I didn't actually know how producers actually got to that. And yeah. so to be able to, you know, sit in with him and do that for the first time, I was just completely blown away. And I was 14 at the time. Mm -hmm. So you know, it was, I was very, very young and new to all this. I'm, I'm 16 now. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's been a couple years, but it was, it, it was crazy. That's, that was probably the most fun I had in a studio doing it for the first time ever. And I don't know how much of a music nerd you are. Obviously I would, <laughs> my, I am myself, but, uh, at that point where you started working with people and they have a studio and everything like did you start digging into who they were and what they've done as well like are, yeah. are you familiar with some of the acts that because you're young i don't know it would depend on exposure to who you had around you but like do you know of like age of electric and limb lifter and those bands i don't but i do know that like my dad who was mm -hmm. big in music like was really shocked by like what he's worked on in the past and yeah yeah no there was some there was some good yeah. i mean there's a lot of names on there especially if you follow canadian independent stuff over the last couple of decades like there's a there's a lot of really yeah. big names in there so that, that was that was cool for me digging down i wasn't familiar with them mm -hmm. um obviously by my pronoun error at the beginning but yeah um Fro, so I understand how that happened. So did they, did he work on the next couple of singles or did you work with Greg on those? Um, nothing by Greg is out Okay. Yet. Okay. Um, 
Rust and Karsik were with Christian, and then I did Sirens with Matt Dines. Okay. Which I also got that connection through. He actually mastered, mixed and mastered Karsik. Okay. Yeah, so I got that connection as well, and so we did another song, which was cool. Perfect. <laughs> so you came to them in these cases with songs that you had already composed. Yeah. And are you doing primarily keyboard accompaniment for them when you're creating them? Yeah. Um, uh, the piano is my main mm -hmm. instrument. I play um, guitar as well, but I'm most comfortable with piano. So pretty sure. much all my songs are on piano. <laughs> so the obvious next question then is uh, with the, the signing, how long ago was that? That was in January. So it's Okay. So it's been year. almost a year. Yeah. So, yeah, I I do know some things, but rather than me trying to recant them, since this is something that you're living right now, um, I even dug back a little bit into Greg, and that's an even bigger list of names, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, I was going to ask how you got hooked up that way, but then when I dug in a little bit into Greg, I see the Newfoundland connection, but... Mm -hmm. Maybe in your words, you can tell from your perspective how that transition happened, who approached who, yeah. and maybe a little bit about the church setup and the conversion, what's going on over there too. Yeah. So more than a year ago, I'd say, um, you know, my family, we kind of heard that there was just this producer coming in. We didn't know a whole lot of it. Um but then we got a call from uh, Ryan Gates. Ryan Gates is kind of like the A&R person of the record company. And he, his wife grew up with my dad. So it's like this really weird connection. So he's heard of me and mm -hmm. he actually just called us. I think it was called my dad one night at like midnight, just on a random Tuesday. Like it was so random saying that there's this LA producer can you send me music? I'm going to send him your stuff. I don't know. You know, I don't know what he, how he's going to react. I just want to send him music. And we were so confused. And that's when we kind of looked into everything. And mm -hmm. we get a call saying he wants to meet with me right away. And that's when we were like, what? <laughs> and so we kind of looked into it there. And that's when he offered me um, the record deal, which is absolutely crazy and mm -hmm. what silly cove records is is um greg is volunteering all of his time to do this but 50 percent um of the proceeds um go straight to the artist and then the other half go to charity or into winterton the town of newfoundland so it's this just really really good thing that they're doing mm -hmm. we just did a christmas album with everybody on the uh, everyone in the record company and mm -hmm. all those proceeds went to the Janeway and we're doing a bunch of shows in December. There's one on the 16th in North North river. And we had one last week at the actual church of Winterton, um, Trinity hall, like the church. Yeah. It, it's just so nice to be able to get, I just created so many connections with this record company and, um, they're just doing like, so much good for like us artists because you know t the typical um record company isn't doesn't really do this you know mm -hmm. um it's it's just 
it's crazy. And to have someone so talented do my music and someone who's literally produces for Katy Perry. Yeah. My music. And yeah. He immediately um, said he loved Carsick. That's one that he um, felt very passionate about, which is so weird to hear from someone like that. But I'm so grateful for it every day to be able to have this opportunity with him. Um, it's it's a great business card as your debut single, like as far as yeah. getting attention. But it's yeah. it's amazing that that opportunity arose for you in that way. Yeah, yeah. and I think everybody in Newfoundland should really like look into this because um, and support Trinity Hall because Trinity Hall's the church, and then Silly Cove Records is the record company that comes mm-hmm. with the church. Which <laughs> it, I just think um, you know we should all be supporting it because it's such a great. You know, it's it, they're doing so much for the community. You know? And I know I you can, the CD, you can buy it online. Yeah. I'm not sure. I didn't uh, go through all the steps if it can get sent to you. Like, can people order it all yeah, over? You could, get, you could get mail. You could get it mailed. You could also buy the digital copy. Awesome. Yeah. So, and again, all those proceeds go to the Janeway. So it's for a really great cause. Awesome. Well, uh, I'll make sure I have the right links from you uh, after this interview as well. And we'll put. Uh, yeah. links down in the scripture for anyone that's watching now and i'm curious specifically about that cd mm-hmm. uh I, when i was going through the track listing i uh, i mean i knew a couple songs that were different versions of older songs and there is a lot of originals on there but when you were approached with that project what made you decide like, oh, I'm going to go with the option of writing a new Christmas song when <laughs> you still are really early on in your career and only have a couple singles out there now? I mean, it's not a bad thing at all, but I'm curious. I would think maybe this is why I'm not a musician and I don't play anything, but I would think that I would be like, well, like that's a lot of work for this one right now. Maybe I'll just do a song I'm already familiar with. Mm-hmm. But you went out of your way. It's Secret Santa's the name of the song. And if they want to hear it, they have to go out and buy it and support the (laughs) charity. So, yeah. um, Well, when I first heard of it, I just immediately said yes. Like, this is just awesome. And, you know, they said you could do, you know, a a traditional or you could write your own. And I think there's only two of us who did an original, me and Courtney Wicks. Courtney Mm -hmm. Wicks' song is so good. Oh, the entire album is just incredible like i listen to it every day now and just now that it's almost christmas i get to listen to it all the time but when i i didn't really know what to do i was i was looking through all these traditional songs what one felt like i was i needed to have one that i'm passionate about and that i would just enjoy doing but i just ended up writing one (laughs) and it was actually really hard i feel like i've never written a christmas song um and it was a challenge for me, but it was like a good challenge. It was, you know, kind of stepping out of my comfort zone and stepping out of the box a little bit because, you know, having to write a happy Christmas song is nothing like writing a sad song that I typically do. So, yeah, I was, <laughs> was only, nice. I was thinking that it almost uh, like this is a series of holiday episodes that I've done. So uh, it's obviously been on my mind lately that artists a lot of times change their sound a lot to do a holiday theme song Mm -hmm. or they take a traditional song and they do a variant of it that gives it their sound. But I I never even considered like from the lyrical point of view that if (laughs) you have dark lyrics, 
that it might be hard to try and change the whole mindset. Like the the tempo and stuff is one thing. You can speed mm-hmm. up something slow or slow down something fast, but that mindset of the narrative telling the story, like you had to completely switch gears into this is the type of story I'm telling. Yeah, it it was it, it was um definitely not my norm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So after this, like after the holidays, you will be going back into school, but is like you have already alluded to the fact that there's other songs that you have. So is there follow-up singles coming? And more importantly, is there any performances coming up? Yeah, I'm performances um i'm not actually sure i haven't really set up any for the new year but Mm -hmm. there's a lot in december Mm -hmm. but music releasing i got a lot planned um when when is this do you know when this is going to be streamed on um it will be probably within a week of this recording so it'll be it'll be soon i think i'll be fine but i have my next single my first single with greg wells on January 16th. Oh, so awesome. I haven't really officially announced it yet, but it's fine. <laughs> and so does that kind of uh, foreshadow then that there will be an album coming sometime in the next year? Yeah, an album or an EP. It's in the works. Awesome. So. And yeah. now yeah. is Greg hands on with this project? Like, is he producing it as well? And Yeah, he's doing everything. Awesome. So he, I, I, de- I imagine based on the little bit of research I did on Greg as well, that he's, his fingers will be in there with some extra instrumentation and stuff as well. Oh yeah. This, this next single is, um, funny story. When I first, when I first heard it, so how we're doing it is, um, I record on logic, my, my vocals and then just my piano. And then he does his magic <laughs> Yeah, and I give him a little lead way, but not really. He, he, he just, he just knows. And mm-hmm. when I heard this for the first time, I was in the car and I turned it up like really loud and I was bawling my eyes out mm. just to have somebody so talented. I even sent him a picture and everything of me just crying. Um, just to have somebody so talented do something with my music and to hear what I've always wanted to do. Like, again, same with like Karsik, but like to just an extreme level someone do something with my music that I've wanted to do since I was a kid Mm -hmm. to hear this, this just next level of like stuff that I wrote and I love. It was, it was just crazy. And I was literally bawling my eyes out (laughs) because I loved it so much. And I really hope everyone else does too, because this one's a favorite of mine and it just means so much because of that. Yeah. He, he just, you just know he put so much work into it too. And, Man, he's so good. <laughs> well, it sounds like, I mean, I don't want to put words in his mouth. And now that he's relocated to Newfoundland, maybe I'll have him on a future episode. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold my breath. It sounds like he's really, really busy. And uh, it sounds like on both ends from different perspectives for both of you, it's kind of a passion project because he's trying to build a music yeah. community there. And he's trying to provide a place for people to go as well to create. So I, I can see 
where that's already his passion and then he's adding this extra little thing to it how he would want to put a lot of focus and attention on something like this and then for you where it's your debut release like that's that's pretty exciting you've had a lot of real fortunate opportunities laid out like in the last couple years so do you i can imagine at your age and i'm making assumptions here that it's kind of like you got to deal with it as it comes and kind of make a plan on what's next as you go along but where you have been focused on music for a decade do you know in the next two three years i imagine you're graduating high school do you know what you want to do beyond that are, are you hoping to stick with music is that do you have goals yeah i hope to stick with music no matter what um just because it's been my dream for you know 10 years so yeah i've that's kind of always what my mind has been set on and I've always kind of just been focused on that. And, you know, I finally am getting these opportunities and I'm just so thankful for it. And, you know, I'm going to try my hardest, <laughs> but whatever I do, I want it to be artistic and to be able to be creative. My whole life is very important to me. And, you know, since I was a kid, I always just said, I want to enjoy what I do. I don't want, I want to, and that this is what I enjoy. I enjoy writing music and putting it out and, um, it, it would be a dream job and that's always been the goal to love what I do. So yeah. Well, it's really it. exciting to <laughs> see that you have the opportunity to do that. And it's yeah. not, it's not giving you the dilemma of like, do I want to focus on being a teenager and finish in high school or do I want to move away from my family and friends and focus on a music career? Like you're being afforded the opportunity with, staying in your home community as well which is awesome i i love to promote bands from the east coast but i the reason that i keep mentioning the people that you're working with too is because they are down here like they are names that are known outside of this area but they've relocated to the area and they're working with artists that are from our area so that's really exciting for the scene and it's providing a lot of opportunities for up-and-coming artists like yourselves but also some of our established artists that maybe we're looking for that next leg up to get more exposure elsewhere. We're starting to have a lot of names pop up in our communities now. So I'm hoping you great success. I'm sure that this is going to be a great album. I'm excited to hear it. Uh, I will look forward to seeing you do some live performances, but I also expect that with the debut coming out, that it may be a while before you're, torn around through nova scotia so I, I may have to figure a way over to newfoundland i've I've mentioned that a couple times during these holiday episodes as well so maybe sometime will. in 2024 so. oh yeah i'm i'm a big halifax fan well there you I'm, go i'm always there so you have you have motivation you to perform <laughs> there then yeah <laughs> excellent well our halifax friends keep an eye out on summer and if anyone's booking any gigs up there too the remember summer's name mm -hmm. and keep in mind that she's in school though we don't want to derail that too much you gotta <laughs> you gotta finish school <laughs> and uh, in the new year 
definitely when you're ready to uh, start releasing some of that new material and you have some new things to announce, uh, feel free to reach out to us again. We could do a revisit or you're, you're welcome to take advantage of some of our social media channels. I, I've been known to uh, do some press releases for people as well. So keep us in mind in the future. And for anyone that's new to summer Bennett, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot and force you to give me the Christmas single that's being used to raise money for charity. But is there a song that you would like to play out with so that people could hear Summer Bennett? Um, I, uh, Carsick. There know, you go. That was, that was my start. And yep. if, if you want to hear me for the first time, that's a great opening. Perfect. To- yeah. <laughs> and after they hear Carsick and fall in love with your music and they can't <laughs> wait to hear the new album, where should they follow you? Like you can stream it everywhere. I saw like you're on all the same streaming service that this podcast is on and Spotify being one of the big ones and Apple Music. But like I've even seen like you got Napster and Deezer and everything down there too. Like you're on everything. Yeah. But where should people follow you to get updates outside of subscribing to East Coast DNA? Yeah, so um, my Instagram is probably the most important one. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Summer Bennett Official. I think everything is Summer Bennett Official or Summer yeah. Bennett Music. So you could find Perfect. Me. I'm not that Very easy to find. find. And there's a link tree yeah. as well. So I'll throw for that yeah, also yeah. in the description for people. Yeah, you can awesome. find everything there. So Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you. And this is in with our holiday theme, but I will encourage people to click the link below and go out there and get a copy of the album, either on CD or digital. And uh, subscribe to East Coast DNA if you haven't already. And follow Summer out there. And uh, very excited to see what's to come in the new year. So uh, hopefully we have a return visit. Yes. Thank you. Thanks again. Bye. Through the halls, the pain of sentence of surrender.
kill this feeling before it gets in No matter how much pain I get, I'm a mess, I'm obsessed The reject, car is wrecked, if I correct, pain I like Plastic engine, no wonder we had no connection Did I mention, oh did I, did I mention Sick.